Cool. Okay. Now we're gonna do claps or snaps. It's up to you. Three, two, one, clap. And then one more. Three, two, one, clap. Perfect. Beautiful. So let me pull up my show notes here. So, gotta get in the zone. All right, hello class, and welcome to the 14th episode of A Plus Anime. I am your teacher, Ian Burchell, and this this week we actually have a special guest on the show. Substitute so usually, teacher. A sub actually, that's a perfect way of saying it. Yes, yeah, substitute teacher. So usually we have our crazy Australian boy sitting in the other seat, but today we have the calm, cool, the collected, the intelligent, the always effervescent Trevor Starkey. Okay, like half How those things are lies. I'm doing good, though. Good. See, exactly. When I lie this much about you, you should be feeling good. Yeah, absolutely. There. So, Trevor, I'm sure that people that listen to the show know who you are, but just in case they don't, how might people know who you are? Uh, I am the owner and operator of trevortrove.com. It's my uh, little video game and now pop culture website. Uh, and I'm very involved in like the kind of funny community. That's how we know each other, of course. Uh, and I've like I've been on uh, some kind of funny shows. Uh, I've done a little bit of freelance writing for IGN in the past. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I mean, from for OK Beast, I did a top 10 uh, favorite video games of 2016 last year. So that's that's my OK Beast tie-in. But yeah, that's that's about it. I'm Snarky Starky on Twitter, and I talk about video games and random other things, including now there anime. There, hey, and here's the thing, guys. This is Trevor's first time. So we always talk about how this show is a good surrogate for people who have never watched anime. And now we've, we've taken that promise, we've taken that idea, and we've brought it to a whole new level. We brought someone on who is a new anime guy to come on and just talk. And here we are. So before we get into the meat and potatoes, I got to do our description. So... On today's podcast, on our 14th episode, we'll be discussing Death Note. Now, if you want to follow along with us at home, then go make sure you listen to the end of the episode when we tell you what our next anime on our watch list is going to be. Now, remember, this is our summer season, air quotes, so think of this as our beach episodes. We're just having fun. We're relaxing on the beach. You listen to some nice anime on the beach. Think about that. And now... On this show, we take the top-rated anime and test them to see if they get an A+, or an F, and we try to learn a little bit in the process. So now, usually this is when we plug, like we say, like, oh, this is what we're working on, or this is what we're working on. Um, so, Trevor, you just said, like, your entire spiel, like, all your website and everything. So, like, are you working on anything especially crazy right now or no? I mean, the, the, the big thing that's taking up a lot of my time right now is a few months ago I kind of did like a soft relaunch of, of Trevor Trove uh, where I had historically been doing like daily written stuff, kind of taking a, a page out of the book of somebody like Alex O'Neill who writes every day. And a few months ago I started doing video every day. Uh, and basically each day I do, I have like a different show. So I have Movie Mondays, I have Wrestling Wednesdays, I have TV Thursdays, and my Saturday show is basically me talking about anime and comics because those are shows that I never really or things in pop culture that I, I never really experienced growing up and so I was like this will be a good chance for me to kind of introduce myself to them so the big thing right now with with uh, anime related is that I am kind of 
about halfway through my own watch through of Death Note for the first time. So when it got pitched that you guys were doing this, uh, Christian, our friend uh, Pixel Brave, kind of was like, hey, Trevor's like new to this too. So uh, he, he reached out and we kind of connected for this. And, you know, what's serendipity? Because we were supposed to record this Death Note episode yesterday. And what ended up happening was is that NATO has a wedding in Seattle. So it just so happens that his loss is our gain because we get to talk about anime and we get to hang out and just to have a good time in general. So, good, you know what? Good riddance, NATO. You've been replaced. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Of course not. I, would, I could never replace that beautiful, beautiful boy. Yeah. Never. So... While we're talking, I guess, what have you done this week besides... That is anime-related. You said that every Saturday you talk about anime. What did you do this week? Uh, so this last week, yeah, I, I watched, like, three of... three. I've been... The last couple of weeks I've been doing basically three episodes at a time, uh, and then I just kind of do a recap and, and my reaction to those episodes, uh, post them, upload them on, on Saturday. So uh, this last week, yeah, I don't remember which episodes those were, but... Um, about midway through, I just basically hit the the midway point of the the series. Uh, it's I think it's thirty seven episodes total, so I'm somewhere around episode twenty. Okay, are you enjoying your time with the show so far, or not? Very much, yeah. I, it's 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 a show that it's it, as I said, it's kind of like my first real foray into anime. Um, uh, it got pitched to me by Christian, and I watched uh, the first episode, kind of got brought into it and we'll be discussing about that today and then uh i started doing kind of two episodes at a time and then i just got to a point where i was like i want to keep going i don't want to stop and wait for the next week so i'm almost at the point where i'm just gonna like watch all the rest of them and just kind of pre-film all of the episodes just so i can get through it finally um because it's it's it is kind of getting tough having to wait a few days or a week to to kind of get back into it and watch some more episodes so you're enjoying yourself you are you are having a good time yeah, uh, outside of maybe like Pokemon growing up, this is really the first foray into uh, watching any kind of anime. Um, I, you know, as I've gotten much more involved in the kind of funny community and seeing all of you beautiful boys talking on the Twitters and stuff about uh, what, like, no, I don't know, your your name and, and all these animes that everybody's like going crazy about, I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and... And I will create this weekly show to give me a reason to watch anime and talk about it and use that as an introduction to it. There you go. I mean, that's kind of the reason why I created this show is to have a reason to talk about anime because, you know, anime like earlier on in my life was a huge influence on like my art style and when I was designing stuff and then also my like taste in what I enjoyed because usually anime is like a little bit weird and that's kind of like what I'm into now is like things that are a little bit more fantastical than the norm. So you only watch death note. So do you plan on after death note being over for you to watch another show or is this like your, Oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll definitely continue on to some new uh, series and, and you know, it's all, all I have to do is basically look at like you or Danny Juarez to figure out what I should be watching next. Um, And, and that's kind of what I'll dive into. Hey, you know, I don't know if you know this, but there's this really cool show that I've been listening to. It's called A Plus Anime, and it you know it lists a bunch of really great anime 
number one to number 10 or number 13 now at this point or 14. So, you know, I, I, Hey, maybe you should check that out. I mean, I'll try and squeeze it in. (laughs) Okay. At at least, at least, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a real fan of like episode 14s. So I'll at least check out that episode of a plus anime. You know what? Honestly, I think that's a filler episode. (laughs) I I think there's not a lot going on in that episode to be honest with you. That's fair. It doesn't Um, have pretty boy NATO, I imagine. So (laughs) exactly. But you know, the new villain of the arc is announced, Trevor, the true villain yes. of A-plus anime. You're gonna... Oh, no. Um, so you mentioned that you are new to anime, but you mentioned earlier that Christian, a friend of the show, Pixel Brave, at, twi- at Pixel Brave on Twitter, he suggested for you to watch this show because it reminded him of another show. Yes. So what yes. show was that? Yeah, he, he originally pitched it to me as Breaking Bad. Um, uh, he, he kind of... When I was out there putting out, like, an initial feeler for, hey, what should I watch? He was like, well, what TV shows do you like? And I'll try and find something for you. And I gave him kind of a list of shows, and one of them included was Breaking Bad. And he was like, if you like Breaking Bad, I think Death Note might be a, might be a good show for you. And so um, I that was kind of – I was like, okay, well, I've heard of Death Note, and I know that it's got this whole Netflix movie thing coming out. So it seems, at least from a uh, cynical content creation perspective <laughs> – uh, the the iron striking or it's it's now is the time to strike the iron i don't know that's i messed one up that metaphor sayings. yeah one yeah, of those we're sayings. good we're good we're good we're good yeah no i the thing about christian is that he's like the twitter guardian angel he's like oh man i really need something and then he just sends it to you like i really needed a host for this week and then <laughs> christian's like hey you know trevor is free and he is watching death note right now and i was like oh and then you were saying, oh, I need to watch an anime. Oh, what's your favorite show? And then he just gives it to you. So shout out, as always, to Pixel Brave. Yes. Shout out to the homie Christian. He is our matchmaker. He, you know what? When there's an anime dating app, I'm taken. But you know what? <laughs> that, that might be a golden idea. Honestly, when I, now that I think about it, one of the first things that my girlfriend and I talked about when we first met was anime. So I, technically, that was an anime dating app. Nice. There you go. <laughs> so, oh, God. I'm such a nerd. Um, anyway. So, we're going to get into the meat and potatoes now. So, again, the first part of the show, if you're not familiar, is we start off, we talk spoiler-free. We talk about our general thoughts, and then we do a basic grade on the show, but spoiler-free. And then we take a little break, and then after the break, we come back with full spoiler thoughts. So, Trevor, since you are the guest, since you are the illustrious, intelligent, beautiful-maned guest, how about you give me your thoughts? Your just spoiler-free thoughts. I'll just dive. I'll just dive in from like my impressions. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's been interesting, kind of coming back to the show a, a second time now. I'm about halfway through the series because there are probably a couple things that I missed uh, the first time out. But I will say that like um, first time out, one of the things that really jumped out at me is the music uh, of of Death Note in this first episode. Um, it immediately strikes me. There's a couple of like very heavily like Final Fantasy uh, reminiscent things. Um, there's a there's a number in there uh, right out the gate that kind of is very reminiscent of him of the faith from final fantasy 10. And then there's definitely some dramatic stuff later on that feels very much in the line of like one winged angel from final fantasy seven. So, uh, like the music certainly was, uh, was a great kind of draw in for me. Um, I'm, I'm for what it's worth. Uh, I'm watching subbed. Um, 
And, uh, and so that's something that's like taking some getting used to for me just in general, because I like typically being like super multitasking. And so like, I like having a TV show on and maybe not having to pay too much attention to it, but I can do something else. But watching subbed, I have to actually be following along because I don't speak the language. So, um, uh, overall story wise, I think kind of, uh, it's it's a very interesting premise of this magical book that can um, basically kill anybody uh, on on sight uh, or like you you write a name and think of the person and they will die. Um, it's it's definitely kind of one of those oh, how would you act if you got this kind of situation? And certainly with what's been going on recently in the world, I certainly think about like, oh man, that'd be really tempting to just go out there and like use this Death Note thing to kill some Nazis. That'd be really, really tempting to do. So um, so it's it's an interesting kind of morality tale, I think. Um, and uh, like character design, I think, is really uh, interesting. Um, uh, you've got kind of the the, like the god of death kind of character that gets introduced here who's very kind of grotesque looking and i mean it's like in the in the first few seconds so uh you've got ryuk basically and and yeah he's just kind of like this very weird angel of death type of monstrous character that was very striking to me as as somebody who's not really familiar with the the genre or the medium uh and he definitely kind of like oh that's that makes a mark um and then you have light on the other hand who's who's your normal high school student who's much more kind of more naturally drawn and, and, uh, and yeah, I, I think, uh, it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's an interesting kind of, how would you behave in this situation? It kind of, I think it poses that question. Uh, and, and it's definitely something that's been, that I've been thinking about as I've been watching the series. Um, yeah, I mean the first episode, it's, it's, tough because I think, especially watching a little bit more, uh, I think the first episode really introduces you to like the the immediate premise of the Death Note itself and Light as a character and Ryuk as a character a little bit, but you don't necessarily get to see kind of the bigger, broader scope of where the series is going to go uh, from here. So it's 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 a nice character piece um, uh, and and it certainly intrigues me enough to it intrigued me enough to to keep watching certainly, um, but it doesn't like just from this episode alone I forgot kind of really how brief it is in the in the grander scope of the story like we don't even kind of get really an antagonist for light yet in this first episode it's just kind of light being introduced to this thing and figuring out how he's going to deal with this power that's mm-hmm. that's kind of fallen into his lap yeah and. See, I read a lot of the manga as well, and the manga has this, like, manga being, like, the comic book version, and the manga has this really interesting preface where a different person has the Death Note. It's a young kid in a middle school who starts with a Death Note, and it's about him and two bullies, or three bullies, that uh, just so happen to, like, be messing with him and stuff like that, and the Death Note, he receives the Death Note, and, you know, he ends up using the Death Note, but then there's, like, this weird, like thing where he has like a magical eraser it's very strange it's not related to the main story at all and at the end of that little like short story ends up being that there that what it tells you is that there's multiple death notes apparently according to the yeah. manga um yeah and they they kind of drop that in in the episode here too um when ryuk is kind of going down to the human realm somebody mentions that he has like a yeah. second one uh with him so yeah it kind of even even from the the onset here it's kind of introduced that 
any of these Shinigami maybe have a death note that they yeah. can use um, or uh, and, and kind of uh, at yeah. will. So my general thoughts are is that conceptually the show is awesome. And it kind of reminds me of these like hypothetical questions you would ask your friend. Like, all right, well... Like, would you kill somebody? All right. Well, what what would the like? How, what would make you kill someone? Like, how would you get away with it? It's like these weird things where like it's this thought experiment first, and then it's an anime second. And I had seen this first episode before years and years and years ago. And I think I was in high school or middle school, so I didn't really absorb the weight of like the decisions the main character was making. So I thought about it this time. I was like, all right, what is the ethical repercussions of the death note, right? Like, if I pick up the death note and I read it and then I give it to somebody else, what if they kill me? So it, would it be better to keep the death note and then bury it underground? You know what I mean? Like, what's the most truly ethical thing you could do with the death note? And the more and more I thought about it, the more I realized that, like, if you open it and you try it once, you're morally bankrupt. Like, because even if it doesn't work, oh, yeah. I thought about that. Like, I was like, all right, what if you, like, what if someone just made a recreation of it and it wasn't real, right? Like, maybe someone had used the Death Note before and then they were trying to make another version of it from their memory, right? Even though they, they're not supposed to remember. Uh, like, if you write a name in there, you're a murderer, straight up. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, to, to kind of counter your argument of you're morally bankrupt if you uh, if you write anybody's name in there. If somebody's dying of cancer and you write in there that they die um, of old age after living a long, healthy life, h- how does that play into your – I mean, you can you could twist the death note like that. Wow. I, honestly, I didn't think of that. But Apparently, I, you only think of murdering people. Yeah, I guess. That's like my first and only train of thought. But that's – that's the thing that I think is the most interesting about this show. And I think that it's one of these concepts that I think that could really only be done in an anime where it's like this crazy out there thing. You have like the God of death coming down and helping the main character, you know, do this plan or whatever. And it's just conceptually really, really good. Mm -hmm. And that's my favorite part about the show. And I think that on that alone, conceptually alone, that is what, gives this such a high score for me. I, I would personally rate this as an A. I would definitely watch the next episode. I would definitely, even if I didn't like anime normally, or even if I didn't normally watch anime, the concept alone is so interesting and like raises so many questions, like the question you just posed to me, right? That is more than enough for me, I think. Yeah. I mean, I myself probably, uh, and a, again, I have nothing else to compare it to, but I would probably give it like a B on this first episode alone. But then like just as a, like not, not saying spoilers or anything, but like the second episode where kind of conflict gets introduced is really what sold me on it. So the first two episodes bump it up to an A for me. But the first episode alone, we really only get kind of um, a, a character introduction and maybe yeah, a bit of the premise. But when we get kind of that conflict in the next episode start to arise, that's what really hit the ground running for me. Hmm. It's funny because I thought that this episode was going to be so different because NATO isn't here, but literally it's always me saying, I really like the concept of the show. And then the NATO's like, well, this is good, but episode two is really the where it gets started. <laughs> so like in reality, nothing has changed. Excellent. So, you I'm just the, I'm just American NATO. Got it. Exactly. You are the perfect NATO surrogate. Um, but honestly, the more we do these episodes, the more I realize that like the first episode for most anime that I'm 
that we've been watching for this this series is that first episode is almost always focusing on the concept. It mm-hmm. just says, here's the concept. If you like it, let's see where it goes. And then, the, like you said, the second episode is usually the conflict. Like, yeah, here's I mean, the I, situation. Here's, like, the big conflict that arises after the fact. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think that's, um, you know, uh, something that you only see in anime. I think that's kind of a trope of, of television in general as the medium is. The pilot kind of gets you the concept that you're trying to sell to the studio, to the network, uh, and then the future episodes are really where you start kind of fleshing that out. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think, I think it's kind of a, a norm that you see kind of across the board. I mean, it, it, like, you don't get the antagonist in here, but they, you know, in the opening sequence, the, uh, the kind of the intro song... Um, that's playing, you see the antagonist, you, you see characters that aren't going to get introduced for another like 10, 15 episodes kind of in that, uh, the introduction to the show. Uh, so they very clearly had like an idea of, and obviously since it's based on a manga, um, of where it's going to go. But, um, but yeah, it's just, it, they, I think they focus so much on light and the concept of the death note in the first episode that, um, that it, it, like it, it only has kind of up to go from there. Mm, definitely. So you gave it a B, an A with the second episode. I gave it an A because I'm just a concept nerd. I like weird, wacky concepts. So from there, we are going to go into a little commercial break. But when we come back, we are going to talk full spoilers, like everything that we can say about the first episode. We're talking like animation things that we liked specific more specific music things that we liked since trevor is referencing like specific tracks on music for video games so <laughs> i'm i'm going to be a little bit more general in my thoughts because i'm usually the music guy but apparently my spot has been taken uh so when we come back we're going to be a little bit more specific and we'll be right back after this commercial break hey there listener thank you so much for checking out a plus anime if you like the show there are more like it on okbeast.com you should check out the okbeast podcast where ian and blessing talk video games and more also check out the okbeast youtube channel for all the nerdy content that your heart can possibly take thank you for listening and suck mod everyone we are back for our full spoiler section once again i am here with trevor starkey the illustrious the intelligent the amazing the guy who can't fix his internet and huzzah we finally had a workaround and here we are so trevor i'm actually super curious to hear your full spoiler thoughts because you're someone who who has already watched you said about half of the show and you are a huge fan of the show overall and I'm just curious in general about what you think of your first anime. Uh, so far, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's it. Um, uh, so about halfway through now, um, we've hit this point, And since we're kind of in spoiler territory um, where uh, light has actually kind of abandoned the Death Note. And it's it's alluded to in this first episode. But if you kind of relinquish the Death Note, you lose all now memory again, Trevor, of the Death Note. Now, again, Trevor, don't get too crazy with spoilers. This is really... We really try to get into, like, the first episode full spoilers. Like, we talk about, like, specific scenes or we talk about very specific audio or specific things that might be important yeah. down the line. But don't don't be spoiling the finale on us now, Trevor. No, I want to no, have you back on. And, and that's, that's, that's midway through the series, so I have no idea where it's going from here. But I, and I only bring it up here, and feel free to cut it out if you want, but uh, I bring it up here because <laughs> I'm now seeing light um, in a completely do- new light, pardon the pun, um, because I'm seeing a light that is not 
influenced and corrupted by the Death Note, whereas here, from from the offset, we only see him kind of corrupted by the Death Note, and like we see him, and he immediately makes the the switch to like he he tests it, and he's like, oh, this is this is powerful. Let me test it again, and then we cut to like five days later, and he's killed hundreds and hundreds of people that he's written this Death Note. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That was so a super interesting thing for me. I, I, I didn't. Bring that up, I didn't really know about that. Oh, <laughs> well, so, yeah. Like so. I, like I, yeah. Like no, no. I, had, I had watched. Uh, I had watched the first episode a long, long time ago. So I completely forgot about the fact that he kills like probably close to like a hundred, two hundred people within the first five days of him having the book. Yeah, and yeah. like it's pretty nuts, honestly. Yeah, and, no, absolutely. Yeah. I, as as someone who is much farther in the show, you must be like, oh yeah, this makes a lot of sense. It's I mean, you know? it's, yeah, like well, it's it, that's because it's, so it's interesting because the the person he is like now in the show is very different than the person we see in these in these first couple episodes. I think um, he he like he tests it, so it's and, very different from the person you see later in the show. Yeah, yeah. When you, ah, okay, okay. Like, getting to so from the from the beginning of the show. We really only see light as he's like influenced by the Death Note and and what a light with the Death Note looks like. So we don't even get to see in this first episode. We don't see what light, how light is before he has the Death Note. I mean, we see like a, a couple scenes of it where he's kind of a bored student in school, kind of frustrated with you know maybe crime in the world in general, but. We really don't get to see him or, or even learn too much about him until he finds the Death Note and starts to test his limits with it. And then, like, after he tests it twice, he just goes full bore. And, yeah, we, we cut to five days later, the one-winged angel-like song that I mentioned earlier kind of comes up. And we see kind of the flashback of him just furiously writing names. And uh, and so it's it's, it, like... He, there is no redemption to him in this first episode. He's just like evil, and it's very weird. Like it's a weird introduction to a character. I think, um, uh, like going back to again the the Breaking Bad maybe parallel. Um, Walter White in those first episodes, you at least get to see kind of like the sympathetic family man. Um, and he doesn't start as Heisenberg, but here, like Light is just killing hundreds of people within a week of getting this like power, this tool. Um, and even Ryuk is like shocked by kind of how, how much he's done in so little time. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, I think he mentions like, Oh, you've killed this many people. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talked about a lot, the connections between breaking bad and death note. We talked about the musical cues, like, I want to talk more about like the themes, like the visual theming in the show. So we talked a little bit uh, earlier about like dark and light. And obviously the main character is light. Did you see any like visual themes from that first episode that like really struck out to you since you had already seen this episode once before? Sorry. Dropped you for a second there because my phone automatically turned off. (laughs) It's okay. Don't worry about it. So yeah. um, I was saying that, did you see, we, we talked a lot about audio cues, but did you have any visual cues that you can remember, like about <laughs> themes and like the theme of light and dark and, and, you know, justice and, and injustice, stuff like that. Do you remember any visual cues from the show? Yeah, certainly. Kind of like the, the big note I took, I think from a visual perspective and, and admittedly, like I don't, I probably don't think of things too much from like visual and the animation itself. Um, uh, it's just not kind of what I look at 
necessarily, but I, I was struck by the, you know, the overwhelming, I think, kind of aesthetic of the show, at least especially this first episode, is kind of grays and browns and bland. And so when you have, like, color pop up, like um, the, the apple, for example, that will become kind of um, very indicative of Ryuk and, and his kind of role in this, and, and red is very frequently, I think, used as kind of the color of the evil within light, um, that red certainly pops as uh, as as kind of standing out above the the rest of the drab world um, that we see, and and it's definitely striking. I think that the both the Shinigami world that we kind of that the the episode really starts in kind of introduces us to, and the human world of of Japan in this uh, in this story are both very kind of drab and bland places, and I think that kind of fuels when like both characters both light and ryuk kind of comment in here that they're doing this because they were bored um and there is like Mm. nothing of of life around them nothing of excitement around them and i think that's visually kind of paralleled uh in that sense yeah i like it um so i'm gonna give my general spoilery thoughts and and if you want to jump in just let me know Uh, or, or you can wait to the end it's completely up to you um because we've been having a little bit of audio issues this episode, so I want to get all my thoughts out as best as possible. Sounds good. So one of the most interesting things tonally that came up to me while I was watching the show is the Death Note is omnipowerful. It can kill anyone, anywhere, as long as you can see their face, right? But the interesting part is that the character lacks omniscience, right? So if he kills someone, he has no idea if that person was actually good. He's just going based off the information that he knows, right? Like... I think in the first episode, there is a scene that uh, kids are being uh, held captive, right? And they say that the guy has, like, a weapon and and stuff like that. But we have no idea who this person is. We just have a name and a face. Like, maybe they were mentally ill or, you know, there were t- there's tons of different reasons, right? So that, that's just something that was really interesting to me. And I was wondering if you ever thought about that, is that... Light as a character is basing, making these very big judgments, right? But he doesn't really know everything about the people he's making these quote unquote judgments about. Did you ever think about that or, or no? I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, well, I think you kind of run across that in any case where you're, you're, um, kind of creating a character as like judge, jury, and executioner. Um, of course, he's going to be flawed in his own perception. They do introduce that character in particular as like he, he, this is like the second crime he's doing. Um, so he's, he's, he's not presented as an innocent person. And I think that's what they try and kind of put across is that light really is only going after people that like even society as a whole has deemed criminals. Um, and his, his whole kind of master plan is if he eliminates all the criminals, eventually the, the people who have been caught, uh, eventually the, the other bad people, uh, will slowly reduce themselves through illness or, or they'll just like whittle themselves away. Um, so he's, he's eliminating the people that like the world knows to be bad guys. And he even says that he, like, he wants the world to know of his existence. Um, so he wants to, the world to know that he is, re- or that, that something is responsible for all of these criminals dying. And so I think he's, he's at least building in these, in these first episodes kind of off of that idea of well these people are bad the society has deemed them bad so i should like 
they shouldn't get to live. He's basically just saying everything is is worthy of a death penalty. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, I, I agree that that's the wrong choice. Um, but that's kind of his like his worldview and and the world that he wants to be god of is he wants to get rid of all these bad people so that he will only be surrounded by good. It's it's a interesting way of thinking for sure. It's a very yeah. extreme way of thinking. Oh yeah, no. I mean like the fact that by the end of the episode he's already talking that he wants to be the god over this new world that he's planning yeah. to create. There's clearly yeah. like he's clearly got some some narcissism and some egocentric uh issues going on and and the fact that I think it's it kind of stems from him maybe being um kind of a a, a top level student and and like an honor student. He this is like the new challenge for him. He's bored in school, so he's he's come up with this like, well, I'm going to go yeah, ahead like a and new challenge, a new thing for him to overcome, a new thing for him to be um, the best and, at, right? And I only want like the good people in that world. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So my one last thought is the this show uses a lot of visual metaphors. So again, the character's name is Light. Okay, so what this show does is it does a lot of interesting things with light in the show. So if you watch the character, the first scene that then Death Note drops into the, the courtyard, the school courtyard, the character looks at the Death Note, light looks at the Death Note, he turns his back to it. So there's a scene where he's half in the light and half in the dark before he does anything with the Death Note, before he makes the decisions later in the first episode. But we see his back towards the, the darkness, and then he spins around, goes back into the darkness and picks up the death note and then goes back home or goes either to, to, to after school program or whatever. And that is from my understanding of the show and the future of where the show goes, that is very indicative of the rest of the show is that this one decision is this kid making the choice. He turns his back to the light initially and then just walks straight into it without fear. And that I feel like this visual metaphor is going to be used a lot yeah, throughout th- the rest of the season. Yeah, and I, I think uh, I think you have kind of another echo of that later um, after he's or like when we're when we're seeing him in flashback essentially um, after he's like when it's five days later and, and we see the notebook filled with names, we flash back to right after the. Um, he kind of stops that attempted like rape assault thing with his his second test. We see him maybe freaking out a little bit about it, but that lasts like all of ten seconds before he's there, just immediately kind of saying, "Oh, this is this is what I can do with this power. Um, I'm I'm all in. Like I want to make the world a better place." Um, and that's kind of where we start to hear. Yeah, and that his, scene was whole, super intense. Um, by the way, his thesis basically of of he can get rid of all the bad people and leave only the good and only he can do that. I think he even says like, um, I can use that power only. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He says I can do it. Only what, I can what do a it. Character. And, I and that's again, like death, one of the most interesting parts note, of this show is that light is such an interesting and twisted character to be a part of. Like he's an interesting character just to just watch, you know? Yeah. Well, Guys, that was our thoughts on Death Note. And yeah, absolutely. this has been Trevor Starkey. So, Trevor, do you have any final things you want to say about anime or about where people, the people can find you or about any particular thoughts, again, about maybe would you change your score knowing that you're six episodes deep? Anything else you want to say? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I, I like, again, it's, it's, I've, 
I've only started to enjoy the show more as as it's continued to go on. It it kind of reached uh, maybe a lull ish about ten episodes in, I think, but then they completely kind of changed some things that really kind of infused a new life into it, and so I'm I'm back to being excited to see where it goes from here. And I think they've been doing a good job, kind of change not not resting on their laurels. That's good. I'm always glad when TV shows go to weird places and keep going to weird places. That's my favorite yeah. part. So, everybody, this has been A-plus anime. Now, once again, that has been Trevor. I have been Ian. And, again, if you have any feedback, please tweet us at OKBeastNow with the hashtag A-plus anime. Or you can email me at ian at OKBeast.com. And, of course, if you have a minute, please leave us a review on iTunes because it helps other people find the show and it helps them check out great anime. Now, next week... We are going to be watching, usually NATO would do like a drum roll here, but I don't feel like doing that. So next episode we are going to be watching is My Hero Academia. So for next week, please go check out My Hero Academia, also known as Boku no Hero Academy. And yeah, I can't wait to talk about it with maybe Trevor, maybe somebody else, who knows? Maybe NATO will be back. It's a complete mystery. No one really knows. So until next time, I have been Ian, that has been Trevor, and you know what? Thank you for listening and love each other and watch some anime this week. Next time on A Plus Anime, NATO continues to be Australian and Ian realizes he loves sports anime a little too much. What anime will they review next? Find out next time on A Plus Anime.